All right, we are back. The Crave Show. You're listening to The Crave Show with Chris J. Russ. And we've got a special guest this week, Mr. Ray Kubiak. How you doing, Ray? Oh. Good to see you, man. Thanks so much for joining us. J. Russ, how yeah. you doing? I'm good. I'm I'm uh looking forward to looking forward to hear uh the I mean, I I knew that I wanted to have Ray on and it was easy to ask. Um, but it came to the front of my attention because um I you know, I'm not, not much into social media, but Steph, I got up for coffee yesterday or the day before and Steph's like, Oh my god, you gotta see this thing that Ray posted that he called his rant. And uh I realized it was briefings, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind of, I don't know how you describe it, Ray. It was like, why do you want to hurry up and sit fly or something like that, you know, and just, just Ray going off on Rayisms and, um, and having luckily been around for a few of, of Ray's rants, I really appreciated. thought, you know what, I, I need to get in touch with him and we need to get him on the show because that was great. Well, what was the rant, Ray? Can you, can you give, give me the. I was watching a, a group fly of uh military dudes and they're they're in their sip line in in the in the broken balance point you know and i thought to myself why do you want to sit fly so damn bad like because you back fly you back fly with your head like here your arms way back here why do you want to sit fly so bad? and i don't know i came out of the tunnel and i grabbed my phone and i went into the classroom and i just did that rant you know and uh I even I even sidebarred with one of my with one of my homies there. I was like, "Yo, should I post this?" But I almost didn't even post it, you know. And then uh, he was like, "That is funny as hell." <laughs> yes, post that. I was like, "All right." So I posted it. But I've had a real struggle with social media, to be completely honest with you. I don't know. I'm 46 now. I've been doing this for a hot minute. I don't need to be in the limelight as as a good flyer like i'm validated there i don't feel like i need that anymore um there was a time in my life where i for sure needed it on a daily basis and you know but um i uh been struggling like like i got these these social media platforms i'm not doing anything with them and then Mm. after i did that rant it blew up and it messed me up, dude. So I had to do another one about how it messed me up. And then that kind of like <laughs> snowballed into like, please do more rants. That shit's awesome. And I was like, all right, I think maybe I found, maybe I found something. And is it going to last, is it going to last a year or hell, is it going to last a month? I don't know, but I got some shit to say and I don't mind saying it. And I, I really, if you ask anybody, they'll tell you, um, Ray liked to talk. I, I like to talk, but I like to talk about this shit. Anything else? If I'm ever talking about any other subject, I'm full of it. Like, I, I'm just totally blowing it out my butt. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, you know, so, but well, what you guys are doing, what you guys are doing is exciting. Um, I was checking out your website today and that's an awesome idea. Like, I love that idea. So thanks, man. But yeah, we've put a ton of work into it. A lot, a lot yeah, of work. That's lot, amazing. A lot of effort. Can we just back up a little bit though? Because yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, as, as epic as I know Ray to be, I, I don't know if uh, everybody's going to know the story of Ray. Cause, cause as he said, like there were back in the day, 10 or 15 years ago, he was competing and 
kind of being in the industry. And right now I feel like he's quietly just doing his job and being a father. And so Ray, if you, if you don't mind, um, would you just give us a little, I don't know, a brief history of Ray, like where you got going and kind of this, I remember a, a good story you told about kind of checking out through the window of flyaway and that, mm-hmm. that making a big impression on you and, and just sort of, you know, the people that are, that are going to listen now and later, maybe they can catch up with who you are. Sure. Um, when I was eight years old, the preschool I was at visited Flyway in Las Vegas. And man, they put us through a class. They talked about the activity. And now I'm in the gallery peering through the window. And I see a guy, I hear the thing turn on and it's so loud. It's like a helicopter landing, you know, and this dude comes in into the chamber there and he's got big baggy suit and ice and a helmet and everything. And I have no idea what's about to happen, you know, through the minds of kids, right? I'm eight years old. No idea what's about to happen. I've been fully briefed on what it, what is going to happen. I have no clue what's going to happen. Right. And that, that guy flies in. And he flies right up to my window and he does one of these. Peace. And he does a backflip off the wall. And I jump back from the window and I'm like, what the fuck? And I look over here like this. And there's two girls standing over here, or three girls. One of them, her name was Rosie. She was my girlfriend. And she's not paying attention to what's going on. And she's just sitting there gabbing away. And I thought, you are dead to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> like, what? What? And so then, fast forward, I'm like 16 years old, and I see an ad in the paper for Flyway Indoor Skydiving reopening. And I was like, that place was real? Like, it was like a, I hadn't th- thought about it since then. I was like, that was real? No way that was real. Like, so I called that number immediately. I was like, yo, you guys hiring? And uh, she goes, you sound young, sweetie. Um, how old are you? Which is illegal to ask, by the way. Nowadays. For the record. No, I mean, just in general. I guess, I guess in a job interview, it would be illegal to ask. So she asked me, and I was like, I'm 16. She was like, are you in school? I said, yeah. She goes, well, why don't you finish school and then come get a job with us? I was like, bet. Well, life happens. I graduate high school. I'm managing a band. I say managing. I was a roadie. Um, I carried lights and 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 ran the light machine for him. Um, I ran into Tony Spataro, and I was like, "Yo, what do you, what are you doing nowadays?" He's like, "I work at I work, I work at the indoor skydiving place, Flyway." And I said, "Dude, you hear this all the time, but you get me a job there." He was like, "Yeah." I was like, for real? He's like, yeah. I was like, bet. Like, sign me up. So I filled out an application. They called me in for an interview. I came in in a maroon suit, looking sharp, looking like I was about to go clubbing. I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, a maroon suit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was like a maroon suit. I didn't have a tie. It was like this black shirt with like these. It was like a Henley shirt. Like I just look like like a pimp walking in there. Dude, I look like a pimple walking in there. That's <laughs> like acne and like I, I was rough. But um, I found common ground with the guy who was managing 
um, I was in DECA in high school. He was in DECA and we nerded out and he was like, sweet, I'm looking for a front desk person. I was like, I'm your guy. And I spent like six hours as a front desk person. I was like, yo, I don't know if this is for me. Let me do that other thing. And he was like, all right, hey, we're going to start the instructor program. That's how cool he was. You know, like we're going to start the instructor program for him. So then I, I started getting amongst it. I was like 19. So I'm 46 and now, then, whatever that yeah. math is. Yeah. yeah, 27 years. So you, if if my memory is correct, you went from Flyaway and then you went to Eloy? Is that right? I went from Flyaway to Ogden, Utah. You did go to Utah, okay. Yeah, no, but Ogden, Utah didn't have a wind tunnel. This is the craziest, oh. yeah, this is the craziest thing. Like, I lived where they built that tunnel in Ogden, Utah. I rented, I rented a spot from Brian Wallace and... Mm. Uh, the drop zone owner of of of, of uh, Skydive Ogden, and it was one block away from an abandoned, like a, a strip mall that failed, like a mall failed, like it was just a pile of rubble. It looked like it got hit by a bomb. Like the parking garage mm -hmm. structure was all tore up and decrepit. Like downtown Ogden, it, it was wild, and uh, I would skydive through the summer. And then I would go back to Vegas in the winter and work in the wind tunnel. And we jumped back and forth doing that for a while. And I came up with this idea to build a tunnel. I was like, I'm going to build, imagine that, right? I said, uh, I want to do this. But at that time, I was smoking some weed, you know? I didn't have, I, I didn't have much ambition going on in my life. So um, I was sitting there. Um, smoking weed, hanging out with the girl I was hanging out with. And she was like, yo, you ain't going to do shit with this. Do you mind if I run with it? And I was like, yeah. Right. In the meantime, Axel Zoman and I went to okay. Vegas. We took a trip to Vegas. Rest in peace, Axel. Homie. Um, and the whole point of that trip is I wanted to hire Axel on as our general manager. Right. At the flyaway. At the tunnel at the sky venture that we wanted to build in Arizona. Oh, okay. okay. Right. And, um, there had been, there had been rumors for almost a decade that Arizona was going to build a tunnel. And we, I was like, dude, we're going to build one in Arizona because that's going to be awesome. Right. And we designed, we pretty much designed the current system that is currently in, in, Arizona at the time, um, or, or right now on sky, sky dive, Arizona, words are hard. Um, it was a 14 foot circle. We designed like that. We, we picked the dimensions of the fans or, or the dimensions of the motors. We wanted to power a little bit more, a little bit more gusto. I wanted to have the shit and I wanted to fly skydivers. I was done. I, I wasn't done with first time flyers, but man, I was burned out on first time. It wasn't the first time flyer experience I was burned out on. It was man, I had some shit to say, and I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to make ninjas, man. Like that's it. Like and so I was going at first time flyers, like I was making ninjas, but like they don't care. Like the, they want to have a good time. Like, they're on vacation, man. Like like make me look cool. Let's have fun. Woohoo! Like keep me safe. Don't let me don't let me get hurt. And I had that on lock. So 
we I did that, and every once in a while a skydiver would come in and they'd be like, I want to learn this, and I'd be like, Fuck <laughs> yeah! Like, so I coached for free for ten years, you know, prior to ever working in Arizona, and I didn't know what I was doing. Like the suits were so baggy, you couldn't tell what body positions were doing, or you know, all I really knew at that time was like relax breathe that type of coaching but for the most part it was like isolating muscle groups i knew that part and i and i started learning about internal and external pressure uh, right and i one of the rants i just currently did, I, I recently did was about the internal pressure of muscle contraction to the external pressure of the wind on your body and uh once I separated that, man, I knew how to do it. Like, and I was the first person in, and this isn't a bragging thing, but I was the first person in flyaway in Vegas. I have to, I have to specify that. Not the first person in the world, but the first person at flyaway in Vegas to fly static head down. Like, um, Vic Papadato, he was a popular skydiver at the time. Um, he, he was the cameraman for Troy Hartman, who was a, um, sky surfer. He, he did stunt junkies on MTV. You remember him? Remember these, these, these yep. names? Um, Vic Papadotto was sitting there. It was May 9th. Um, I know that because he died on May 10th. And I know that because May, May 10th is my birthday, right? Um, forget that around Facebook times, May 10th, don't wish me a happy birthday. I'm getting too old for that shit. I'm a grown man. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> um, he, uh, he, I, he was watching me try to fly on my head, and he goes, he looked at me, he goes, hey, man, when you get on your head, look at me. Because I was, like, looking at the net and, like, like mm. really just really just delivering pizzas, right? And when I looked at him, it adjusted everything I was doing with everything else. And dude, I just stayed there for a second. Like I stayed there. Like I flipped over to my head and I looked at him and it was the first time I held head down in the tunnel and the suit was so baggy. It burnt. We used to get suit burn like on in the corners of our arm, our hands here from the suit flapping against our skin. Right. It would take you ever do that thing when you're a kid with an eraser and you take the skin off your, your yeah, dude, that's so dumb. Don't do that. Um, but the, the suit would do that to us, right? And, uh, man, I, I earned that scar. And, like, I'm so sad that it healed up because for years I had it. And, like, I I might just buy a cigar and, and make it happen again. I might just make a fake one. You know just what I mean? Just get a car lighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just be like, just actually have just... Just to kind of keep us on track, at yeah. some point you did go to, you went to Eloy, you designed a tunnel uh, at some point later. No, so we fell short. We fell short on the promise, right? So, like, we we were told that if we came up with the 5 million, that they would match the other 5 million or 2.5 million, whatever it was. Um, and we fell short on that. Uh, the girl the girl fell short on it. I blame her. Um <laughs> She, I wasn't really in the process. She had hired Axel on. That fell through. The second we had the rights to Arizona, though, the Hills wanted it, you know? Mm. So it was like, well played, Alan. Well played, my friend. <laughs> well, because, I mean, shit or get off the pot. They're not getting off the pot. 
And it's like, okay, cool. Well, somebody else got the rights to it. The, she sat down with this dude and um, she got annoyed at the fact that he wouldn't address her. Like he would talk through Alan to talk to her here. This is hearsay. Right. Mm. And uh, she called him out on it and he walked away from the table. And then we lost, we had to then sell the contract to the Hills. And we did. Mm. And they kept pretty much everything. For the most part, they kept almost everything that we had come up with to include Axel. Hmm. Right? Axel was already a sponsored athlete with the with the drop zone. It totally made sense that he takes over that role. Right? And he did. And thank God he did because he hired me. Right? And then I got to... So I didn't really care to own a tunnel. I just wanted to be... I wanted to be in Arizona, and now I'm a skydive Arizona at the Mecca, right? And uh, so much stuff was happening back then, and I'm so grateful for it because I didn't have to grow up in an era of theory, like train, train to an expectation, and then maybe eight months from now, you'll actually get a SIPFLY student. It was like, no, dude, like. We had head down students out the gate. And we're all a bunch of level one instructors, you know, like they came back and a bunch of people were head down and they almost pulled every single one of our ratings. They were like, what is going on? And I was like, you're not, they're not being realistic right now. Like we're skydive Arizona. Like, you know, you, Jeffro, you tell me Jeffro isn't going to pick this up quick. Curtis ain't going to pick it up quick. Like that's crazy. Like they're going to pick it up fast. And, we're a bunch of level one instructors, level two instructors, and I've been doing it for a decade. So it was like, all right, you're going to pull the rating, pull the rating, or get me some upgrades because we got to get this going. And and uh, Larry Hill pushed in my favor and got me my, my T4, and uh, that was helpful. And Davey Manning was working that charge, and so it was Punisher, Mickey Nuttle, and uh, it was we had an awesome crew at an awesome time. And from there, I went to Paraclete XP, knowing that I was going to eventually be in Virginia Beach because I did a coach course, a military coach course. I'm sorry. I realized in skydiving, there's an actual coach course that they call the coach course. Um, I went to uh, one of the, Bob Pizzini was in there, and he he saw potential in me, and he hired, he asked me if I would come work for him if he built a tunnel and understand that he, I don't even think he had a business plan when he asked me that. And at that same time, there was like two or three other people who had also asked me if I'd move to Virginia beach. So by the time he asked me, I was like, look, dude, I ain't holding my breath, but if, if it's right, it's right. Um, he, uh, ended up calling me a couple of years later and was like, yo, this is happening. We got the funding this is happening. You still in? And I said, yeah, hell yeah, I'm ready. And, uh, I moved to XP. Shit went a little sideways for me. I made some bad decisions in Arizona and, uh, kind of, I didn't lose my job, but it, it was better for me to like, I was, I was going to lose my job. It got, it got, I, I made some bad decisions and then they, they made some bad decisions and it was like, they made some smart decisions. They made the decisions I would make, but it it cut into my livelihood a little a little bit. So I needed to move on, right? And 
we ended up moving to XP, which was a, a enclosed system. I wanted to learn more about that because I'd never worked in one of those. And that was an awesome time. I was there for two and a half years and then learned what I could about that and then moved to moved to Virginia Beach. And So just to back up, because Ray yeah. said something that I just want to make sure is clear to everybody, that, that the original tunnel design, as far as uh, Orlando, was an open air, which means it draws raw air up from the bottom and then just spits it out the top. And Eloy was designed in the same way as yeah. was uh, Paris Valley. Uh, in California. Um, and then Denver was, I think the first recirc. Am I right about that? I, th I think right. Denver's the first one where the, there were return towers on the side and, because most people are just, if they haven't been to Eloy, really, they, they're not familiar with an open air tunnel. Um, everybody gets recirc now. Uh, right. so just to clarify that that's what he's saying that, uh, Paraclete is also a recirculating tunnel. It's the 16-footer in Rayford, uh, North Carolina, and uh, it is. It was a new technology at that time. Right, and you got those the those get louvers that would open up inside the return air towers. Yeah, so it would make the wind really turbulent. Mm. So um, at times, and the and open now, air now towers that now that we're in in, in a, a fully enclosed system, and you don't get that turbulence anymore. It's so nice. Because Eloy, man, one time, dude, one time, you got time for a story? I was in there, and my student was sit flying in front of me, and we sucked up a, a level four freaking dust devil right up into that bitch, dude. And I couldn't see my student for shit. I couldn't see him. So I just walked in there with my hand, like, walked in there like a zombie, like, I know you're in here. And I grabbed him, and I pulled him out of the tunnel, boy. We were tore up, dude. There was sand everywhere. It was crazy. It was and, crazy and, about the sand. Well, yeah, go. It's an open face time. Like the, there weren't really full face helmets yeah. in the tunnel, right? Yeah, like, no, no, no. I didn't have no full face helmet. You kidding me? Was a full face helmet? A factory diver? Like, yeah, I did this. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, you I can't coach in those. It wasn't until Cookie came out with their helmets that you could wear a full face in the tunnel because they right. all, like your mouth was, was covered. Wearing, and, I was wearing a gap helmet. Where you yeah, pull yeah. down the visor. Do you remember yeah. the joints, dude? Looking like a yeah. looking like I had a one cod player. Yeah. Looking like a cod skin. Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I missed that. That was dope. But um yeah. Okay, anyway, so now you you, you are at yeah. All right, I fly Virginia Beach. You are the trainer there as you have been, I think, to my recollection, at least ten years, maybe maybe longer than that. No, not longer than that. It's about nine years. Yeah, nine we're, years. we're okay. We're kind of our tenth year now. Okay, yeah. but you've got some things coming up on the horizon. So I, I don't know. I mean, the questions that came to mind when I thought about having you on. I mean, I knew we would we would ramble, and that's awesome. Uh, but um, you know, your feeling on the current state of tunnels in the United States, and then I think that dovetails really nicely into the project that you've got going. That Hopefully we can talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Hey, real quick, before we get into that, I just want to caveat real quick for everybody listening. Um, first of all, we've got a, a, a good audience. It's a good audience for us. We've got 10 people. This is awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, I, think, I think it's because of you, Ray. You, yeah, it you is. Brought, you brought all these people. This is super cool. So everybody <laughs> yeah, in cool. the audience, everybody in the audience, thank you all so much for joining us and, and listening and being a part. Um, a couple things. 
real quick, I just want to give a shout out. Um, there's a guy creating an app. It's called Skydiver Pal. I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. I just want to mention it again. If if uh, if you have a chance, go check out his app. He's working really hard to put together some really cool stuff for the skydiving community. So please go check out his app, Skydiver Pal. You can create a free account. He wants as much feedback as he can get from people. He's really trying to improve it and make it better. So check that out. And the next thing, um, if if you haven't been listening to the show before um, or haven't listened in a while, <clears throat> we are we really want to provide um, value to everybody in the audience. We want to give you guys information that's helpful and beneficial. We also want to goof around, have fun, tell stupid stories and laugh and, and have a good time. But part of what we want to do is, is give good, valuable information. And one of the ways we'd like to try to do that is if you're in the audience, um, if you would ever like to share, um, stories or things that have happened to you that you want to get some free coaching. We, we want to try to do that. We're, we're trying to figure out ways that you can, uh, as an audience member, send us a video in advance. We can watch that video and pull it up during the show and have you come on for a few minutes while we look at the video, offer some free coaching and feedback and tips. Um, so that's something we're trying to, we're trying to do and trying to get going. Um, so I just want to put that out there again for everybody we hadn't mentioned in a while, but check out the Crave website. You can go to the show and kind of see some more information about how to do that. So, all right, cool. Grace, just before Ray gets going, which will hopefully be awesome. Uh, somebody asked if there's a link to that app that, that you could post in the chat. Okay. Cool. Thank you. All right, Ray, you're, you got the floor. Let's hear it. State of affairs of wind tunnels in the United States or the world. Let's hear about the world. How are tunnels going in your estimation? All right. <laughs> Everybody shits on iFly, you know? Um, and I think iFly has done an awesome job of creating enthusiasts for this sport. But tunnel time is too expensive, man. It's too expensive. It costs so much. And for what we're paying, what we're paying, like, it could, it could be so, it could, it, it doesn't have to be as expensive as it is for the enthusiasts. And I said this, in, I've said this in multiple podcasts now. Um, if, if you had a, if you had a tunnel that had two, if you had a, a spot that had two tunnels, then, um, backup current state, single tunnel, discounted tunnel time, bunch of people that want to pay full price. Cool. Sorry, dude. Um, you can't fly on Saturday. You can't fly on Sunday. You can't fly on Friday. You can't fly on any holiday. You can't fly on any time that we might have. You can't fly in the summer. Like you can fly, but like it, it's gonna like you can't plan it. Like you're gonna have to sit on the bench. You're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to see. Um, hey, can you do my sitting over there? Because uh, you're taking up too much space over here. You know. Um, oh, we can't sell you any time. What do you mean you can't sell me any time? The tunnel's off. Um, a lot of this stuff happens currently, and it's causing people to have a bad taste in their mouth for iFly, and I think that's, I get it. But man, I'm also, I'm also a tunnel instructor, so I see this side of the fence too, and I'm like, man, God, 
if you if you if you only have if you only have an instructor working like how are you gonna you can't do all of it right like if you pay people more maybe you'll have more than an instructor working that's just my my case you know like how do you lower the price of tunnel time and increase the the pay for instructors so that's appealing for people to want to work at a wind tunnel that's that's a hard one you know how do you increase increasing the pay of an instructor doesn't cut into your bottom line at all like lowering the price of tunnel time doesn't cut into your bottom line at all you'll just sell more tunnel time i promise you you're going to sell more tunnel time right um our concept is we want a two tunnel facility i want to be able to cater to mom pop and the kids because that's 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 the that's the man not for the money not for the money, but for the dream, right? Like you got kids flying. How Can I pause for just a second again? Yeah, just just yeah. to just to catch people up because um, I know I don't know if everybody is aware, but Ray has a business partner, uh, Cameron, who I think is listening. Um, there is a Cameron listening. That would be a heck of a coincidence. Um, uh, Cam McMahon. Uh, yeah, and the two of them have been working for years now on a business plan to um, basically they are going to open their own facility, tunnel facility. And I don't want to, I don't want to do too many spoilers. I'll let Ray do it, but it's a, it is a dual tunnel facility. And and I believe the plan is to be um, at the site of Pigeon Forge, which is where the flyaway is or was that will be decommissioned. And then their facility will take over that space with a, an absolutely huge, um, footprint as far as the the facility and what they can accommodate, but uh, and I think again a, a skydiver tunnel and a and a first time flyer tunnel that'll be separated. Um, and so as Ray is talking about this, I just want to have everybody have that sort of background information of that this isn't this isn't just him talking about what would be nice. This is the um, the plan that is going forward at this moment. Um, and uh, so carry on. Ray. Uh, so somebody asked that? in the where, audience, where, where is it located? Pigeon Forge, Pigeon Forge is in Tennessee. Um, yep. And Cam okay. just posted a link to, is that your stuff, Ray? Or the old flyawaytn.com? I only saw it for a split second. But it, my it says flyawaytn.com. That's the That's new, new website, website, Cam says. Hmm. Perfect. Okay, yeah, so you can go there if you want and check out their plan. So carry so on, Ray. As we, have a, we have a 17-foot tunnel, which is for enthusiasts. And it's sub, it's sub, it's subgrade. So it's not at ground level. It's you, you enter the tunnel through the bottom. Like, like there's a, a, another door for tunnel enthusiasts or members or military or whoever else is visiting our facility at that time. JRS is coming to do a camp. Um, man, you got, you got the show. Your people want to string their shit everywhere they can. Um, you want to listen to rap music? You can. Like it's this is this is your tunnel, and you're not interrupting. You're not interrupting the other the other show. Like I, I compare it to having a Cessna drop zone. You have a Cessna drop zone with one one eighty two, um, and your drop zone does a good job of doing AFF students, but then it's it's difficult for that AFF student to then get to their A license. Um, once they once they're on that cheaper ticket, because you don't own your aircraft, you're ferrying it in from a state over, 
and you have 50 tandems lined up for Saturday. That's, I get that. That, 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 that fun jumper doesn't get it. And they're on the bench with the, the other fun jumpers that are bitching about how, so that's the situation I flies in. That's how I feel about it. Does it make sense? Yeah. So um, a current I fly, they get paid really well from first time flyers and they don't right. make nearly as much money off of return flyers like skydivers. So their preference is to take the bigger paycheck when they can get it. It has to be from a business standpoint, it has to be right from a tradition. Mm -hmm. Let me put it this way from a traditional business standpoint, it has to be what I want to do is I'm actually quite frankly, just sick and tired of, of the people that actually love this and they're willing to like commit 5,000, 10,000, hundred thousand dollars yearly to this thing. Um, getting treated like second class citizens and it's like man and that's where it's at like that, that these aren't these are just this isn't my opinion this is like huh so how do we do it how do we do it different like how do i offer an affordable tunnel hour while also fully catering to the first time flyer as well how do i cater to both fully like how do I, the, the only way I, that we've come to is that you kind of need two tunnels to do it. And that is a laughable, it, that's a laughable pie in the sky idea. You know, anybody, happening. anybody that was at their wind tunnel today and it was sitting dormant would be like, how are you going to run two wind tunnels? It's like, well. We got a plan for that, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Both tunnels, both tunnels don't have to run twenty four hours a day. That's that's the crazy part. You don't have to run a tunnel for twenty four hours a day to make money. And if you have two of them, if you run them both for six, you just ran for twelve hours a day. And you did that in a six hour period, and it didn't really cost you more in electricity. You know, we got the thermoelectric going on in in Tennessee. Um, we got the cheapest freaking electricity in the country for the most part, you know? Um, I don't know if it's the thermoelectric Cameron would have been able to speak better to that, but they, there, there's an awesome energy plan in Tennessee and it allows us to, it allows us to make tunnel time mm -hmm. a bit cheaper. And, and then it also puts in, and this is the part that's kind of unspoken. What is the pathway for an instructor? You become an instructor you get to a, a, a T4 instructor. Cool. What does every T4 instructor want to or an I4 instructor want to do? Level four instructor. They say, I want to go down the trainer path. It's like, why? So you can make hundreds of dollars? You're making thousands of dollars right now. You want to make hundreds of dollars? Go down the trainer path. Like, what do you mean? It's like, well, once you're a trainer, you gotta, you're going to train people and then they have to take people, right? They need to gain the experience. So... If they're taking the people, how are you making money? You know, I like to categorize it into like, you got the grinders. The grinders are the people who are flying those first time flyers and earning their slot. Quite frankly, you're earning your slot. Like you're going from visitor in my world to occupant, <laughs> right? If that, makes, if that makes sense. You're going from a visitor to somebody who is doing this professionally. And I want to be able to provide people with that opportunity. And I want to be able to provide people with the opportunity to sell tunnel time for me at 
a reasonable cost and then be able to make their money on top of it so that they can have a career. So when I hire that 18-year-old kid and now he's 26 and he's got a kid and he's got a mouth to feed, he's got a way to do it, you know? Um, and it involves him, they, they, him or her. I'm equal opportunity employer. Um, I, I would like, I would like that person to be able to, to, um, grow, but I can't, I can only provide the opportunity. It's an old saying, man. It's an old saying. I think Jesus said at one time is that you can lead a horse to water. You finish that one. You know how it goes. You know, it would have been a camel back then. Right. You can lead a camel to water. That's and, uh, so, so that, yeah, that's, 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 I fly that, that, that's fly away in a gist. Um, we've had some setbacks for sure. This is a marathon. We're in a marathon, right? And the project has blown up. It's gone from $1 amount to like a crazy dollar amount. Like the people that we have involved now, we, the setbacks that we had, we, we, we had some ill, ill guided by, uh, we ill guided like advice that we listened to a little too, a little bit close and man, thank God for you, man. Cause that was, uh, that was eye opening and needed, needed for growth. And I appreciate you and I don't hate you for it. Um, we have, a. Uh, a new a new dude that's that's helping us out and he says man it's hard to find it's hard to find a dollar amount we're right in the window that it's hard it's a lot of money but it's hard it's hard to, it's easier to find three times or four times that amount of money than it is to find that smaller i, I know it's crazy so it's i've, turned heard, into I've an, heard the exact same thing yeah yes it's turned into an adventure resort <laughs> like it's a whole hotel now <laughs> type thing like so We'll just leave that out there, but we're so, still looking for investors. So if you win that Powerball and you're looking to invest a little bit, I got a spot. Yeah. So I got, I got a couple of, I got a couple of questions that I'm dying to ask right. and I, I'm assuming the audience is as well. <clears throat> First of all, do y'all have a expect like a ETA when, when, when you're hoping to open? You know, we did and we blew that, we blew that timeline. Okay. And it was quite embarrassing to be completely honest with you if i'm being transparent with it because it was like man Dude. when we started the journey when we started the journey it was like we had everything lined up the way we wanted it lined up and uh and when the dude that we were working with kind of like pulled the rug out from us in a way i'm not blaming i'm not fully blaming him but like it was a hard hit you know um it blew our timeline a little bit. So I was like, yeah. ah. we had done that podcast with Dean and it was like time to announce it to the world. And it was like, man, and the excitement was so high for everybody. And it's like, I want everybody to hold that excitement, like hold, hold your excitement and know that somebody's working on it. Like I'm working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it every day. Like we're working yeah. on it. Dude, don't, don't be embarrassed. It, I mean, the little bit that I've, been exposed to business and what I, all the stuff I'm trying to do. It's hard, man. It is hard. Yeah, it's a marathon. You know, why people and, uh, don't do it. <laughs> somebody, one of my, one of my mentors, he told me, he's like, just, just go ahead and accept the fact that everything is going to take longer and cost more than what you think. Like right. that's just, the, that's what it's, it's going to take, take longer and cost more. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, for, okay, for my next question is, yeah, what what one of the tunnels is going to be a seventeen foot? Yes. And what's the other one? A fourteen foot. Okay, dude, that's yeah. awesome. A seventeen yeah. and a fourteen together. That's so, and enthusiasts that's so cool. will be able to enthusiasts that are training for a foot or fourteen foot. They'll be able to fly in the upstairs one. You know what I mean? It's just like, come sure. on, be respectful to the to the. And we're gonna have a slow season. We're gonna have a season where it's like you'll see posts that are like yo you're in the area <laughs> discount Don't get like, in you know like we're, we're, we're tunnel we're dumping hours today like yeah 300 Dude, maybe we can, come on yeah stuff like we can that. have a crave camp over there maybe hell we yeah can have a crave camp once you guys get opened up yeah and then my my other question and you you probably don't know the answer to this but what do you think you guys will sell the time for or that's still up in there yeah, that's up in the air. It depends. Yeah, that's fine. I know who does know Cameron. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want. I mean, posted in the comments, son. See, I got my boy no. on lock. Like, <laughs> hey, and that hey. may not be information y'all are y'all are ready to share in a position to share with much accuracy. That that's totally cool. Um, Ray, no, just because, I mean, like, we're we're pretty accurate. Like, we're pretty we're pretty sure a lot of our numbers are running off of um, like you can't you can't. You can't, um, oh, I thought that was camera. You, a lot of the numbers that, that we, that we're working off of, that is the prime, like, that's the prime number, right? Like, like you need to know what that is before mm. you can come up with your spreadsheet of all the other numbers. Like, what are you selling your product for? All right, cool. How many hours are you selling? Cool. Or how many, how many hours do you expect to sell? You know? Yeah. Like when you're making so for anybody, chat, you need to know anybody it. not watching live or looking at the chat. Cam just typed in that most pro flyer or member time will be sold at around six hundred dollars an hour. So that's that's cheap tunnel time. Mm, that's very good. Opinion. That's very good. Yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. So, Especially cool. for a seventeen foot tunnel, J Russ. Yeah, that's that's great. So it, it's, I just he, he just yeah yeah read it. Yeah, pricing will be dependent on the amount of time purchased and frequency of time purchased. So that, mm. I mean, that's kind of in line with, you know, other tunnels. You you buy a lot of time or, you, or you're there all the time. You know, they know they can count on your business and the price is adjusted accordingly. Sure. So, yeah, awesome. Ray, I'm curious, you know, all, all of us are familiar with the sort of the state of the tunnel industry in the U.S. And it has been something of a stranglehold for iFly and, and certainly for people in and around the industry and myself included that has felt like an intentional effort from them to keep competition away. And if there's no competition that leaves them free to make policies that we have seen, some of which don't make as much sense as others. Um, one of them, you know, that you kind of alluded to of like, Hey, you can't fly on the weekend. You can't fly on Saturday. You can't fly on a holiday, you know, and some of the, some of the rules that, people at their local tunnels have had to to live by. So I'm curious about a couple of things as I'm hoping other people are curious. What what kind of pushback do you guys expect from iFly Corporate as far as your project going forward? And then sort of a follow-up question, which I can repeat later. How How do you guys feel about the amount of goodwill that you're going to get I guess are you are you counting on people being really excited to go to your facility because you're welcoming 
skydivers sort of back. That's a lot. Sorry. I'll repeat whatever you need. Yeah. So the first part of it, let's break that down a little bit. Um, you can, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? So yeah, the first part was, you know, about the, the lack of competition currently that iFly has, has basically brought lawsuits against just a little clarity on that. What do you mean by competition? Do you mean other, other, other tunnel facilities or yeah. um, Any competing technology as a, for instance, for the people who, who are unaware, um, ISG, which is indoor skydiving Germany was about 10 years ago. Um, Jason Peters and Andy Malchiotti had invested um, pretty big names in our sport. They had invested with ISG, uh, there was a, I believe there was a lawsuit that got started and I'm not very much in the know on exactly what was going on, except what I kind of chatted with about those, with those two guys. And it was eventually settled. I believe that ISG agreed that, uh, they would not build a tunnel in the U S for 10 years. And I fly had threatened to sue them in Europe for patent infringement and whether or not they won or lost that case, all tunnels owned by ISG would have had to be closed pending that outcome and the unknown status of it. So however long iFly could drag out the lawsuit in Europe, that was the amount of time that all ISG tunnels would be non-functional. Um, and so the agreement that was reached was that uh, that tunnel that was, I believe, going to be Phoenix area um, yeah. would, would not happen. Um, so with, with the kind of, with that in mind, my question was what, what kind of pushback have you gotten or are you expecting or whatever you can, I don't know how much you want to say and, 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 you know, that's okay. I'm, I'm, um, yeah, no, we're transparent. I'm, I'm totally cool with it. Um, I don't expect any, um, okay. and this is why we're, we're not infringing on any of the patents and everything has been checked already on, on Stornia's part on, uh, so. And what's the would, technology that you guys are using? We're using, uh, the... Cam, what, like, I, I keep calling it Stornia, S-T-R-L group. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Okay. How, how yeah. do we know uh, them? Are, is that, uh, um, Hurricane Factory uh, or? No, that's, that's, yeah. Catralandia. Uh, what, what's the. Hurricane Factory. Hurricane is it Hurricane Factory? Um, yeah. But Windor, I mean. Yeah. Like, so okay, Windor. Cool. If you look at their first technologies, like from like Prague, um, yep. it's not the not yeah. the same. Um, uh, where like the World Games takes place, like that that's one of their technologies. They have over thirty tunnels built. Like they 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 they're getting it pretty. They like they got it on. They got it on. The yeah. Level. Yeah. Chris, have you flown in a hurricane factory tunnel? No, I have not. So, so it's, it is different. It's, um, and I'll, I have a funny little anecdote here because I went with my team to the one in Prague and Timmy, That's probably uh, McMaster. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, like going yeah, to Prague old, would be like old going tunnel. To, yeah. Going to so anyway, Timmy, my teammate had flown there and said, okay, okay we were so. going to team train and, uh, we're going to team train. <laughs> And it's going to be normal, like it's a great tunnel, but it, he's like, it's different. 
in that an iFly tunnel that diffuses, like gets wider as it goes up, the, the pressure drops or the power drops. So you, you, when you go to do a back layout, you're kind of like trying to reach for the roof or trying to reach for the turn vanes or whatever it is. And then when you come down to the net, the pressure really builds during that constricted part. And Timmy was like, hey, man, it's totally opposite. Like it's faster at the top and it's it's really mushy at the net. So anyway, we we pull up and there's a competition belly team training and they're at like, I want to say 44%, something like that. What? Yeah. And I, I'm looking at the driving booth and it says 44%. And I'm like, geez. Does it really? have a wind speed on there or no? Didn't have a wind speed, but they're, I mean, they're adults belly flying and, and it's 44%. So we get in and they originally gave us, I think 72 maybe. And, and I think it was too fast. And we said, no, no, how about 71 or something like that, which is crazy. You know, like that's For a normal VFS. belly speed. For VFS. And so we're all flying vertical and none of Great. us are tiny people. I mean, Steph's pretty small. But uh, so then we come out and we do our 10 minutes and, and we've got more. But I'm like, I said to the instructor, I'm like, hey, man, um, can you just give me give me topped out and let me go fly? And he was like, nope. Like, <laughs> Bro, I've been an instructor a long time, man. Just let me go. Let's let me go feel it. You know, he's like, absolutely not. He's like, nobody, not me, not you. Nobody gets 100 percent. And so they gave me 80. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I'll just go fly it. And I, it's now been, I don't know, 35, 40 minutes since Timmy warned me about how the tunnel functioned. And I laid out and I slammed into the top so hard because I put my feet up to the turn veins. I could barely walk for a week. I hit my foot so hard on the top. And then when I came down and hit my belly, I, I forgot it was mushy. And I about cheese grated myself on the net. And Timmy's like, yeah, man, good good tunnel instructor there you just showed them that you needed 100 percent right how tall how tall of a tunnel is it at it's the time good. it was yeah it wasn't it wasn't super tall 40 feet. But, but there's the technology 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 yeah the technology that we're using is way different than that that's like their first year mm -hmm. you know what i mean like they're well this is this is cool cameron he said bigger motors running at lower rpms means healthier equipment that's that's cool yeah, that's cool. That kid's Which cool. is similar to like a car that, you, I mean, we don't need cars that go 200 miles an hour, but if you make a car that can go 200 miles an hour at 55 miles an hour, it's going to be very efficient. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Okay. So no pushback. That's that, what you're expecting. The second part of that answer. The second part of that yeah. answer for no pushback is, man, this, from everything that we've heard, when it happens, it's going to happen rapid. You know? Yeah. You know, have you ever heard the, the saying, I, I've said it a bunch, but like, have you ever heard like, it? sometimes it takes 10 years to become an overnight success? Mm. That's business, sure. man. I've heard it. Like, like we've put, we put, Cameron's put six years into this. I've been with him for almost three, you know? And when it finally happens, it's going to happen quick. However, if it takes a little bit of time, the patents are going to be up anyway. It wouldn't yeah. be worth the fight. On their end, it wouldn't be worth the fight. You know what I mean? And I I never want to be on the outs with iFly. Like, iFly has been great to me. Like, they've never paid my bills, but, like, thank you for developing technology that, that we can use in the U.S. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be mad at them for stopping the, the other technology from making it into the U.S., I kind of like want to defend him and be like, yeah, what would you do if you felt like somebody was stealing your technology 
Boris didn't lose that that lawsuit though, for sure. You know, he was yeah. faced with the situation where he was trying to save Europe. <laughs> like they said, hey, you're gonna have to shut down all your tunnels. He was like, I don't want to have to do that. Like I know, I know, I'm in the clear, but it's like until the until they ruled in his favor. Um, so then he settled, and when he settled. The ink wasn't even dry on the paper, and, and, and the commission came back and said, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, you won that lawsuit, or you won that. We, we, we favored in, in favor of you. And by yeah. that time, you fuck, well, I can't build in the U.S. for 10 years. like so. Which is, it's got to be almost expired as well. Like, he will. Yeah. Shit, he will. There's no doubt so, in my mind he will. I want him to. Come on, dog. It isn't going right. to hurt. Isn't gonna hurt nothing. It's only gonna make everything better. And if 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 it forces if it forces the current to say, hey, we need to price adjust. And you know what? As painful as that's gonna be for you to do that, you're going to be pleasantly surprised with the outcome from it. I promise you. As a professional in this industry for a long time, you're going to love the product. You're gonna love. You're gonna love the increase in in everything like when we can start paying instructors a little bit more we got to pay them more we got to pay them more it's ridiculous it's almost criminal now with commissions and this and that like well, you got mm. instructors they can make 40 50 60 thousand dollars a year that's that's respectable you know but the reason why people aren't starting is because the sticker the sticker shock of what we're going to pay you an hour is it's shocking dude like yeah. you know if you got hustle in you, if you can sell some stuff, like, and what does that mean? Ask. It says, hey, man, you want to fly again? <laughs> it's 20 bucks, you know? Like, um, that's how you build your check while you're grinding. Yeah, so what you got. a couple of things real quick, right? There's a question in the in the chat. I'm, I'm going to try to answer it, but you guys, please chime in, because I'm sure both of y'all know way more than I do. But it says, I don't understand what the patent and protecting the technology means. I'm sure it's a lot more complicated, but it, it it's a few fans and a tube, isn't it? What's the patent that's being protected? So I'm going to take a stab at it, and then you guys fill in the blanks or correct me. I think it's a most likely multiple patents, um, not necessarily on the motor, right? Like like you buy the motor from some company that makes these electric motors. I think what the patents are is more like the design and the shape of the components that actually make up the tunnel. Think about the tunnel as a circuit of air. The air makes its way through this circuit. So the way that that thing is pieced together, the, even the shapes of those pieces, uh, you know, what is called the inlet contractor, where the wind comes up out of the plenum into the tunnel, um, the, the um, way that the motor is housed in the tunnel and connected. And I'm assuming those, the shape and the, the design of the plenum, how you know, its size compared to the tunnel and the diameter, all those things, I'm sure the patents cover those types of things. There's probably lots of them. Um, yeah, you nailed it, dude. Cameron yeah. said, the patent comprises the dimensions, uses, placement, and design of the individual pieces of said technology. Okay, so he, he said Everything. much, much better what I was trying to say. <laughs> but you got it. I mean, what you said yeah. was yeah. pretty much that. He just but, did it in fewer words. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, I, I, I um, frankly could, think the way you said it was better. So, so uh, I, I got it. One more additional point, because because yeah. Ray okay. said this, and and I I mentioned it, but typically the the duration of a patent is ten years, and so 
iFly um, patented things and then the, the duration runs out. And so there was an effort, as I understand it, recently for them to re-patent uh, some of the technology so that there would be potential, for, I believe, for, again, protecting the ideas that they felt that they had a right to protect. Um, and then some tunnels have used, uh, you know, as things, I mean, this happens all the time, people find their way around patents by doing things slightly differently, but then they still work. Um, so they're currently, what are the, there's ISG, which is indoor skydiving Germany, which is a wind tunnel manufacturer. There's, um, hurricane factory, which is the one that, that Ray and Cam are going through. There's iFly, of course. Um, there's a Russian company, but I don't, I don't know if, um, tunnel tech cool. And then I believe there's one more. Where's vertical wind tunnels from Cam? Italy. Okay. So there's a guy named Tom's Ivan who goes to competitions and he, number one Love is an amazing, him. he's such a good flyer. Erodium. Love there we go. Thanks. Style, yes. Dude. Yeah, I totally. Yeah. yeah. So that is a Latvian tunnel. Wait, say, say his yeah. name again. Cause people are probably going to want to look him up and watch his Tom's flying. Ivan. What's his name? Tom's Ivan. So like Tom with an S and Ivan. And, uh, he, he competes in the solo freestyle. Um, Tom's Ivans. Okay. Maybe there's an S on his last name too. Um, he competes in solo freestyle and he has a, a, safe to say an incredibly unique style. That's very different than, than sort of the flowy artistic stuff. His is always like the music that he picks is like comes, fast paced and frenetic. And, um, yeah. So, so Chris, there we go. Um, his his flying is super cool and he does test flying for their new facilities and i i think he's an instructor and um and just an all-around great guy um but that so he, we've his got a, style i love his style like his yeah. style when, when i started in eloy like i had that style because like like because my, my my shit was unique it was different right because mm. of flyaway and we come from like the same world you yeah. know like where you can fall off this column of wind, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like you got to commit or quit, son. Like, like, and it's just, I love, I love it. He does this weird, eggy, flip twisty looking thing, and it's so dope, dude. Like, Cam, send him that clip. Cam is Cam. You, you're Jamie. You're like Jamie on the uh, on Joe the, Rogan, the Joe Rogan <laughs> podcast right now. You're quick on it. We we'll have Cam come back. We need, we need Cameron with us all the time. Yeah, mm -hmm. dude. Like, Cameron's dope. I love this yeah. guy. Half the time. Uh, yeah, okay, so. so yeah. Literally watching so, uh, Yeah, guy. watching do the flip. I mean, he does this, like, uh, barrel, not barrel roll, like a cartwheel like flip that he just cart, like, around the whole tunnel. Power. It's crazy. And oh. he just stays right on the glass, and they're, I mean, they're great. Um, so, anyway, what, all I wanted to say was that we have a bunch of different tunnel technologies out there um that especially as you think about europe which is a lot less lawsuit heavy than the united states where um mm -hmm. business is a little freer to operate uh that those technologies have been able to flourish uh, in the absence of basically getting litigated out of existence um and i right. know for as someone i travel international regularly 
and we fly in all of these other technologies and, and so all the things that you come to expect through having a competitive marketplace, um, which is sort of ironically the cornerstone of capitalism is, is that the, the price serves the customer, the customer service serves the customer, the, you know, the, uh, the, the everything is built around treating the customer well. And I think that one of the things that the lack of competition has done in the United States is that we have a situation where sometimes I think the customer gets lost a little bit. Um, and I know that when I, 10 years ago, when I was hearing from Jason and Andy um, about their potential project, and now, you know, um, I worked a military contract in Virginia Beach, I don't know, six months ago, and I got to work with Ray and Cam, and I got to hear in pretty good detail their their project about their project and, and, um, see the, see the plans. And they walked us through the, they had sort of a virtual tour and we got to, Steph and I got to look at all of it and hear about it. And definitely the, the, it seemed great to me to hear that the focus was hopefully again on, on return customers and first time flyers, both having a great experience and being treated as if they are wanted at the facility. Yeah, man. Dude, yeah, I don't know. It's very I, I don't... exciting and encourage. Like you make me want to go. I'm like, I want to go work with these guys. This sounds mm -hmm. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Don't be dumb. Anyway, um, <laughs> they. Uh, but I mean, again, I don't want to shit. I don't want to shit on on iFly. I think that I think that there's a period of performance where. Um, I like I like saying that term like period of performance. It kind of it kind of puts everything in its own little box. Like during, while I'm in this little box, this is what's going to be acceptable. We're going to move it a little bit. I want to be, we want to be a part of the IBA, you know, very much, but we also want to adapt. I want to bridge the gap between Europe and, and America. I love what Europe's doing with, 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 with their flyers, man. They produce amazing flyers. Like, I love it. Like, you know, and I also, I also think the, at, that the IBA is doing what we need to do in America to, because we do get litigated out of, our, you know, they'll, they'll take yeah. everything you have, you know. So we, we kind of need both sides of that coin. And I, I would love to actually make the International Body Flight Association international, meaning mm. not international from like state lines and like countries, mm. but from facilities, you know. Like we're, we're, we're a non I fly who is also following underneath the IVA, you yeah. know, I'm not looking to make enemies in any way. We're not taking anybody's business in Tennessee. Like, you know, you don't have a tunnel in Tennessee. If you put one in Tennessee, it would fail. So like, let us do it. Like that's our spot. <laughs> hey, so like, what do you guys, what are you guys thoughts right now is like for outside coaches? Um, is that going to be? I outside coaches need to be vetted and um i want to put them on the payroll in a way what, what does that mean 1099 them mm. you know what i mean every mm. hour that they sell i'll give them a kickback um that way and then they choose they choose do you need an instructor or are you going to make sure not to hurt anybody in my wind tunnel and if they're like, I got this, then they got it. You know what I mean? I schedule a driver yeah. for that day. 
for that wind tunnel. You know? Oh, Cameron said, bring if, them on. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. If they're not, if they're not comfortable, if they're like, Hey man, I've been out of the game for a minute. It's like, Hey, you want me to get, Hey, you want to practice? You want to practice some of these spots? You want to train up? If they're like, mm-hmm. if they're like, Hey, I strictly just want to come coach. I respect that too. I won't 1099 them. They won't get a kickback for the hour sold. And I will, um, I, I'll provide them with, uh, uh, tunnel dude and you know so but but i mean just vetted, in summation these are vetted yeah. people this is just like johnny 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 two times that is coming in and he's like all right man yeah i'm gonna coach this guy on his head it's like the fuck you are duh like you ain't coaching that dude on his head i don't know who the hell you are like where do you work and then he's like oh i work in i work in i work in kentucky it's like all right cool dude um can I call, can I call people you work with? Like, I need to vet them. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a process. And then there's dudes like J Russ where it's like, man, J Russ, here's the keys to this bitch. Like, don't break nothing. I'm out. You know what I mean? Like fully trust them. Like, like, so, and there's another waiver. There's a different waiver. That's, that's the issue. We need another waiver. We need, we need a enthusiast waiver. Hmm. Right. That says, Hey, Mm. Um, I I understand what I'm doing. <laughs> I understand the risk I'm about to take, like fully. What, what was that last question? I kind of popped up for a second. No, that's good. No, that's but okay. What Cameron, what Cameron just said, he said, stop thinking wind tunnel and start thinking training center or specialized gym. I yeah, man, I like that. That that's that's yeah. really nice. I so like just that. to elaborate that's on what Ray just said, I I, th- I think we talked about this, and this is something that's been kicked around. The industry in the past as far as the wind tunnels that you sign a waiver to fly right now in a wind tunnel facility it basically covers like you're going to wear equipment it's our equipment if you've had shoulder dislocations if you're pregnant don't drink alcohol just a real standard waiver for the people who come in off the street and they want to fly in the tunnel they want to have a good experience and it, it sort of covers the basis for for the the industry for the tunnel However, one of the things that's been discussed for a long time, I think, at, at least it's something that, that I've heard about a long time ago and discussed, is a second waiver that you basically have gotten to a point where the instructor's ability to spot you is diminished. It's not zero, right. but um, but it's diminished. No, it, and it, it's, it's min- actually zero. Like, it's actually yeah. zero. Like the shit but that you're doing in there, unless you fall out the door and I'm standing in the door, it's zero, dude. Right. And, and so the waiver basically acknowledges that you are requesting that freedom in the tunnel to continue your skill set progression. And the tunnel is granting that and saying it's, it's not that we're just letting you go to the wolves. We're still going to try, but you're flying at real high wind speeds and you're doing things that our, our ability to help is diminished. And so that, that would be like, uh, I, at some arbitrary point down the road that, it, uh, okay, maybe you've reached these check boxes to say, just to borrow from the IBA, you're, you're past level two on belly and free fly. Once you get past that, here is your another waiver because you're going to start doing things where we, we can't help as much as we could have before. And you need to acknowledge that you yeah. are wanting that. That totally makes sense. You want to sense. hear something crazy? And I've, I've thought, I've thought before. It's kind of like down the street here in my the town I live in. Down the street, there's a skate park. Damn, dude, dude, it's so like a skate. Tell me that state funded skate park. Tell me that's not dangerous. Oh yeah, state funded skate park with no check boxes. 
Nothing. Doesn't care what you know. Doesn't care what you know. Doesn't matter. What it doesn't you know. care how old. Doesn't care how old you are. Doesn't care they anything. Have a sign up that says skate at your own risk. Yeah, and that's and all go out there, and it's and, okay. And kids yep. get fucked up there. Minors, without parents' permission, and it's fine. The smoke, cheating <laughs> on the herbs. Right? They're cheating on the herbs. Bow, bow, bow. And then they're skating. Bow, bam! Now my ankle's broken. Like. You ain't suing us, like it's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, I I gotta right. I gotta shift gears just a little bit because I'm so yes, interested please. in, and it's connected. But you've you've been an instructional instructor for what did we say? Twenty seven years. Twenty six or seven years. Let's say you 25. keep saying twenty five, but when you say nineteen to forty six, that's twenty seven. Ray, I'm not a mathematician. Let's say twenty five, bitch. You okay. Know what I'm saying, Jay, right? I will arm bar you, bitch. <laughs> Um, dude, I, I want to, I really want to talk with you for at least a few minutes before, and I, I'll sit here and talk as long as, as long as we can, but I want to hear from you about coaching, you know, like yes. how, how to be a good coach, what makes a good coach? How can I be a better coach? Whether I'm coaching in the tunnel or I'm coaching at the drop zone, like what should people be looking for? What, like, to me, that is so interesting. And, and I, my hope is that at some point in the future, in the near future, I hope that Crave, that we'll have a course on coaching. And, All right, um, here we go. And what Go I on. think would be awesome is if that course was kind of a, a, uh, a collaboration of lots, because we have so many amazing fl fl coaches in, in just in the United States, not to mention, like mm -hmm. you said, Europe, there's so many, if we could have a core anyways. So can you talk about some of that stuff? How do you get to be a good coach? All right, here's what it is. Making instructors is easy. Making coaches is difficult, right? I ask, I do the five whys method with coaches all the time. What does that mean? You start asking them why. Like, hey man, why were you having them do that? And they say, oh, uh, 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 uh. And I keep asking them why. I was like, all right, cool. Why were you having them do that? And they, and they come up with their answer. And if I know they're bullshitting me, I'm like, then why were you having them do that? And eventually, about the fifth why, they're like, I ran out of shit to say, and I didn't know what to tell them. I was like, cool. If you run out of shit and you don't know what to tell them, stop talking. Stop talking. Ask yourself this if you're coaching. Do you care? Do you care about it? Do you care about them learning faster? Do you actually care about them? Is what you're teaching them right now part of a progression, right? Is what you're teaching them right now part of the next thing that they're going to learn? And if it's not, then why are you teaching them? You know, I asked somebody, hey, I asked this, anybody who's worked for me, Cam can contest it. Have I ever asked you why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I always ask why. I ask why to students. I'm like, yo, why Why did you do that? Like, what were you thinking? Like, like, not, not like, what were you thinking? But like, mm -hmm. what were you thinking? Like, let me know. Like, like, what makes a good coach? Somebody who is, that, that knows why they're saying what they're saying. If you don't mm -hmm. know why you're saying what you're saying, you probably you probably shouldn't be coaching this person. If you don't know why, if you're just regurgitating some shit you saw the last coach do, maybe you shouldn't be doing. Like maybe, maybe, maybe it's not time. Maybe the time hasn't, hasn't come yet. But if I say to somebody, hey, why, why were you having them, 
why were you having like the dude barely knows how to backfly? Why were you having him stand up on the net with one leg up and like moving their leg around? He's like, because like th their upper body's strong, their upper body's doing a bunch of shit, and their legs are completely asleep. And I thought that maybe if I could wake their legs up a little bit, then we get a little bit more action there, you know. And uh, I planned on putting them back on on their back safely, but like, you know, it's like, all right, cool, that makes sense to me. Carry on, like, carry on, dude. Like, you have a why, and you can defend it. Like, if you can't defend why you're doing things, then you're not a good coach. You're a regurgitation. You're a cheer. You're a cheerleader coach. If you're just saying some shit to say some shit. If you have an agenda, like I gotta get them sit flying as fast as possible. It's like, why? Why you want to sit fly so bad, huh? <laughs> um, like tie that back. Durant. Um, but I do the same thing for for the coaches. It's like, hey man, like please know what you're saying for one. If you know what you're saying and why you're saying it and you have the heart for it, like, you know, you know why you're saying it, you know that they need to wake up their lower part of their body. And you are going to start from feet and then we're going to go to legs, like the lower part of the knee. And then we're going to go to hips, you know, we're going to build that way. It's kind of counterintuitive. You can go the other way. You can go hips, knees, feet. But if the feet are, if the feet are messed up, like that might just, that, that that's a harder that's a harder nut to crack in my opinion but that's just my opinion you know um did that help yeah um jay Russ, you got questions along these same lines or can i keep going no keep going um like as far as improving as a coach like being better do you have any any suggestions or tips or things that you can tell those of us who like Kind of like what you're saying, like, dude, helping people get better is just so fun. Like making ninjas, yeah. like it's so enjoyable. And and I want to help people. I want to like see people improve. And sometimes I question like, happen. am I am I helping these people at all? You know? This is what's gonna happen. You're gonna get a student that's just a fucking ninja. Like he's just a ninja. Like you could have walked in there and said, fart a cup. Like, and he would have been like, huh, and he would have nailed whatever move you were telling him. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't have mattered, you know? And you're going to leave that session like you're the shit, you know? Yeah. And then that dude, that dude is then going to feed you what I call the coach's Kool-Aid. He's going to say, man, Chris, you're the best coach I've ever had. I was in there with Jay Rust, and then he's going to feed you some bullshit. I was in there with Jay Rust. And he was telling me some bullshit. And I wish he would have told me this. And you're the best coach in the world. And if you drink that Kool-Aid, you're stupid. And you're going you're going to fail in life. Like, it's just... Your it's whole life is ruined. Hard. It's hard. No, no, I'm just saying, like, like, every student does that. Because flying is hard. And when they're in there, people are shopping for coaches. And... um. And when they get to a rough spot and they don't realize that like, man, you can't buy 15 minutes and, and learn five hours worth of shit. You can't. And that's if you're a fast learner. And then people say, oh, I'm a slow learner. I was going to do a rant on this, but I'll do it right now. I'm a slow learner. It's like, no, you're not a slow learner. Like, how old are you, dude? It's like, I'm 50. Well, then you're not a slow learner. You're a dude that is learning at how a 50 
eight-year-old dude learns? Like, what are you basing I'm a slow learner off of? Like, you have a Rolodex of students in your brain? Because I fucking do. And I'm telling you this right now. You're about average. You're running right in the mid. Like, right here. <laughs> that's where you're at. Like, you're not you're not slow. You're not fast. You're right in the mid. And, and furthermore, who cares? Who cares? I want to save you money. But at the same time, I want you to learn it. And if you don't think that you're going to spend every dollar you have, I sell crack cocaine for a living. That's what I really sell. You know, you're going to spend the rest of your money for the rest of your life doing these activities, be it skydiving or tunnel flying or whatever, or a combination of the two. Be prepared to spend all your money. Like, that's the way it is. And But we want returns. Students want returns and coaches feel that. So if you're going to celebrate the victory, you're putting yourself in a situation where you also have to celebrate the fail, right? And that's going to make you feel like you're a piece of shit coach that you're just like, so if you're, if you're, if you're, if you know why you're doing it, you know why it fits into the progression that you're teaching them on the pathway to the goals that they have outlined in the briefings that you had. If you are true to that and you're not just saying words because now words should be said, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, shit, this guy's in a soak period. Soak period meaning I can't really add another marble to his can and he's putting good reps in on what he's doing right now. And the last thing he needs is for me to talk to him. But he's paying me to coach him, so I should probably talk to him. That I've just told the dude not to pay me when he gets out. I'm like, hey man, you're in a soap period. Now that changes. If I'm there, if I'm there, if I'm there, and my wife's expecting me to bring 50 bucks home, son, I need that 50 dollars. No, um, no, but that soap period thing is a. Uh, it's a different thing. Like I'll, I'll let it ride. I'll let it ride a hundred percent of the time. Like if I'm like, man, I'm on a soak period right now. They're on a soak period. I'm like, Hey man, um, if the coach knows why he's saying what he's saying and he's doing everything in his power to break through the smoke screen that's happening on the student, you know, and they're not over coaching them or adding too much, and they really just care about that student, then they're a great coach in my mind, right? Mm. But they need to know why they're doing. And if, if their why can't be held under any scrutiny, then yeah, feel like a piece of shit a little bit, dude, because you just ripped that dude off, and that's fucked up. And one of us can have made that money, so you ripped us off too. So back up, back up, because it's on. I like that, that soak period, that, that phrase. I'm going to start using that soak period. That soak period is the shit, dude. Like yeah. Sometimes, mm-hmm. how much, like, if you get somebody, how, how much time does, how much bandwidth, all right, I'll ask you guys, how much bandwidth do you think somebody has to learn a new thing? And they're like, oh, and they have unlimited money. And they're like, I'll do as much time as I can do today. What's the number for you guys? As far as a maximum in the day? Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, I, I think sometimes people come to our camps and they're like, I want to do an hour a day. And generally, I'm, talking, I'm like... I'm talking brand br- new people. 
brand new oh, skill, learning a new skill. Not I brand mean, if it's new, a brand new, brand new, I'm saying it's a brand new skill. They're learning a brand new skill. If if somebody's a seasoned tunnel flyer, I would say they can do thirty or forty minutes a day, right. spread out over the day. Um, but put, you, beyond that, you just get diminishing returns, in my opinion. Yep. What do you think, Chris? Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I probably would. I probably would have said an hour, but now I'm just want to agree with Jay Russ. So I don't have done. <laughs> I, I would agree with Jay Russ. I would say uh, I would say about forty five minutes, man. It's like forty five minutes. Of like now, if they're if they're doing stuff that they, if they're in a soak period, man, you soak all you soak all damn day because you know it, and because you know it, your body. That rant I did about internal and external pressure, man, if your internal pressure is just, how long can you just flex every muscle in your body? You know what I mean? You're about to have an orgasm, so what you're about to have. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> neck is just, like, yoked out. Like, it's like, dude, that's called calisthenics. You're going to be buff as shit. Have you guys ever seen me in real life? I am not buff as shit. Like, if this took that kind of energy i would be ripped i would be i would i would be still your girl ripped you know what i mean like i am not that i am not that guy i am skinny i'm 100 i'm 63 and or 62 and 175 pounds like so to kind of put it in perspective well Man, this this is awesome. We've been going for about an hour twenty. I'm I'm happy to keep talking. And Jay Russ, if you have anything else on your mind, or or uh, Ray, I mean, we covered most of the ground. I I think uh, just because I I really feel strongly that there's a lot of people out there who are who are ready for an alternative. I like if Ray, if there's if there's anything like kind of last minute that we haven't talked about your facility. You know, Cam put in the chat that it's more of, of like, um. What did he, how did he say it? Like a, a really nice or a gym or a, a training facility. And like when we heard, you know yeah, I mean? when we heard yeah. your, your uh, business plan and you gave us that virtual walk through, like it's, I, I want to say it's 50 or 60,000 square feet as far as like the size of the facility. And there's multiple long. training rooms, there's multiple viewing rooms. And so, I, I mean, not to steal your thunder. I just want to, I want to get some information out there as far as like, what you guys are planning is there a restaurant inside is there a bar inside is there a viewing area is there a gym is there a pool like locker facilities what what are you guys what are you guys going to be offering i guess um just just to kind of get people as excited about it as i was when i heard your 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 tour everything will be outlined on the on the website that cam provided in the chat um Look at that full gym recovery center, and I know I know all this, but the plans the plans have been changing, and uh, it's a lot. Like everything, yeah. what do you want? You know, like and there's other things that there's other things still in that that are that haven't been like fully committed that people are like interested in doing, and it's mind blowing shit. Like I'm not even gonna kid you, like. Like I don't, I, I can't even talk about it because I don't think it would be professional to talk about it because it it isn't solidified yet. But um, so, some pretty some pretty mind boggling stuff. Like you're like you you guys have that there. And it's like yeah, we're an adventure resort, dude. Like like we have like 
build your adventure type activity. You know? So I, I feel like maybe you guys have, have gotten into the idea of taking a tunnel facility, but making it, you know, there are tunnels, say the, the Poland tunnel in Warsaw, where you, you have a really, it's a tiny restaurant, but it's super good. Like you're getting this, these really quality meals. Um, and the, you know, a cook that is a chef, um, not a, you know, like, I don't know, a pizza that you throw in the oven or something, you can get a glass of wine, you can have a beer. And so it's, to me, when I heard this, it was taking some of the best ideas from all over the world as far as these facilities and then putting it into one facility. And uh, Cam typed into the chat for the people who can't see it. It's going to have a full gym and a recovery center, full service pro shop, all attached to a four star 300 room resort, multiple food and beverage options. Um, and, if you know, like one of the things about the Poland tunnel that's that's super nice, in my opinion, is that down in the bottom, I don't know, they have four or five. Uh, little rooms where if you're a coach and you come there, you can, uh, like I, I, they always put me up in a room. I never, I never paid for a room. We were buying 60 or 70 hours in a week or whatever it was that we bought. And they just gave, Hey, you, you too. The other guy I was working with, uh, you can stay in one of these rooms, which was great. We didn't have to, like, we, we took a, an Uber from the airport. We're all set. Once we get there, we can, we can have good food and, and a beer if we want. And, and we've got a place to stay that's right on the facility. And it, it sounds spice, like baby. you guys are, yeah, totally. And it sounds like you guys are, are taking that even to another level of, of we want, we want people to come here and competitions. I want, I want and I want, a vet, yeah. I want a vet coaches and then I want the coaches to be a workforce for me. I want you to sell my yeah. tunnel time. Right. And when I say my cam is in that, you know, like I want, I want you to sell my tunnel time and, and, and I want to pay you for that if, you know, if that's the case. And um, I want to make sure you're comfortable. And I don't want you to have to spend any money. I want you to be fed. And I want you to be well rested. And I want you to sell my tunnel time, man. Sell the time. I need you to sell that shit. Like, and does it all come down to sales? Yes, it all comes down to sales. Because we're building a dream. And we need people to buy this dream. I need it. Like, yeah, I I feel like there's going to be a lot of interested people, people who just want to, you know, they want to go somewhere where they feel welcome, and uh, and, and they will be welcomed. Like yeah. I, like, it isn't your money that I'm welcoming. It's like I want to give you, uh, I want to give you a cheaper tunnel. I don't, I even, I hate the word cheaper. I want to give you, I want to give you value. a fair, fair market value uh, on 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 the tunnel time. But I also want to, I want to extend that past coaches. I, I want like. You're coming here to do 10 hours? Why not put you in a hotel room? Shit. What's that going to cost me? You know what I mean? Like, it ain't going to cost me nearly, like, I'm going to, I'm still, I'm still coming out on top, you know? And then you walk away with, like, a red carpet experience. Like, I can't believe that shit just went down. That was, that was crazy. Like, that was the funnest shit. That feels like I went on vacation. Holy shit. Like, you know? I want you to be on vacation. I feel like you just said the term non-zero sum game in in a in a longer way, but of like you yeah. you win and we win, and yeah. it doesn't have to be uh, antagonistic in the relationship. If you win, I win. Uh, yeah. Every- and then Cam Cam put in the chat looking to break ground sometime in the first half of next year. Tunnel should be running within twelve months of groundbreaking. So if you know, of course, I think most people are comfortable with the idea that starting a project of this magnitude there can be setbacks but um if it stays within 
that kind of a time frame. That's a year and a half for being able to go start booking time at your tunnel, which we'll hope for. Yeah, yeah. so that'd be beginning of 2025, man. That That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, was, was any questions in the chat? How many people ended up being in the chat? 11? 10. Right now there's, yeah, there's 10 people total in with us. Well, I guess, what, yeah. Wait, what did Rula say? I just saw Rula popped up. Said, maybe I missed it, but say the experienced flyer wants to fly in the smaller tunnel to save money. Is that an option also? Fuck no, Rula. Back up. No, I'm <laughs> I, play, I play Call of Duty with Rula every day. So, um, yeah, that, that, that'd be an option. Yeah. Um, that, that's less of an option. Listen, that's less of an option on Saturday, Sunday, holidays. Same rules I fly. Like, you know what I mean? That's our first time flyer tunnel. So, um, yep. I'm not going to bump a first time flyer for, especially if there's a 17 foot tunnel sitting there. But if you're yeah. a team that's training, um, if, if you're a team that's training, we're not restricted to, to the hours of this to that, you know? So you train outside those hours, you know, if you're willing to, if yep. I'll, I'll sell you tunnel time outside those hours. Why not? Yeah. Cam, Cam just not the same thing. Flyers outside those hours. Because my yeah. grinders can't take it. The grinders only have, you know, I don't, I don't want to work people past a 10 hour day. That's crazy. So, uh, so Cam said the more support we get from the people, the faster we can get this thing open. Um, I don't know if Cam, I don't know if you can elaborate in the chat or, or Ray, maybe you can just kind of, what does yeah. he mean by that? The more support we get from the people, how, how what could that, cause I wanted to ask like, Hey, if you guys think of some way money, that, man. that Crave can help mm. you guys. Okay. No, that's just straight money. Like that's, it's, there's, um, a lot of investment that has to happen between now and then. So and the project, the project is big and we have a lot of institutional money lined up. Um, to give you an idea to build like an iFly, it was like 10 million, you know, or, and then to build and to build what we wanted to do was going to cost like 20 million. And it was like, we put ourselves in a spot where, man, it would be easier to just find five or 10 million. We found that we found about 5 million. Right. And then it was a hundred million dollars for this resort type thing, you know? And it's like, they were trying to sell me on this for six months, dude. I was like, you're telling me it's easier to find a hundred million dollars. Like, yeah, because the return on the investment is more. So if we have people that are willing to put in a good chunk of money, the investment's there for sure, mm. you know, mm. rather than trying to find 4,000 people that are putting in, you know, $25,000. Like that's too many. That That's, that's a harder road. Um, not an impossible road, but like that's a harder road than like two dudes, you know, that are yeah. like, Hey, yeah. I, got that. I got that money. Like, here you go. And for some reason, the 20 million, the 20 million zone is like, like, like really hard. Multiple business people have told us that where they're like, dude, that's just a hard spot to get to. Like, hmm. like, hmm. because the return of investment for that is so small. So you add a hotel to it and now it's like the return of investments. Great. You know, hmm. it's not just a wind tunnel. It's an adventure resort. Yeah, where that's people cool. come in and they can plan their entire vacation, right? And they're like, "Hey, I want to do white wrap, white water rafting on Monday. Hey, I want, I want to, I want, I want to use the, 
the Rockwall facility and wind tunnel flying on Tuesday. Hey, I want to go horseback riding on on Wednesday. It's like we we set all of that up. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I was just imagining. I, I had this like image in my mind of the the back of the hotel or the wind tunnel is like this huge like super steep hill where you can like actually kite and fly your your canopy off that hill and like do practice <laughs> landings and stuff like that dude that'd cameron, be so sick cameron shut the fuck up don't say shit right now <laughs> no our new piece of property our new piece of property is crazy it's like it's like six acres down here six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirty and seven acres up here i think it's 13 or 14 acres and this is a hundred and like a hundred foot wall or a hundred or i say t help me cam is 150 foot wall anyway um yeah dude yeah. that's cool that is nice. cool right uh, yeah man that's awesome yeah well so uh, be rocking there. um i got one more one more quick announcement for for crave it's just a little side note um I'm super excited about this. It's kind of a little bit dorky, but I think it's so cool. We've got a guy from Brazil who is actually working on subtitles, Portuguese subtitles for all of the Crave courses. Really? So we're going to, wow. we're going to have Portuguese available as well as English. Hmm. Um, and then hopefully, and that's why I'm announcing here, we're, we're going to be looking for, I mean, we want to get this one, the, the Portuguese set up first, make sure we're doing it right. We can do it well. But then uh, we're going to be looking for, you know, somebody to help us do French, Spanish, Russian, maybe, oh, maybe awesome. Chinese. So um, I'm super excited. I feel kind of like kind of dorky being excited about subtitles, but it's so awesome. <laughs> like we're going to get um, a whole new group of no, skydivers that can access the content, man, and uh, and learn. You know, it's dope. so cool. So I just want to I want to point out that I asked Cam if there was a specific link for investors that they could check out the business plan if, if anybody that's um, – anybody that's uh, listening to this or watching this. Um, and there okay. is a link in the chat that goes directly to investment stuff. And then also it says, uh, he said, people can also email info at flyawaytn.com for more information. So that's info at flyawaytn.com for more info. Um, so I don't know if I smudged my camera, sorry. Just clean that up. No, that's better. Maybe I breathed on it. I was pretty close to the camera there. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah. That, so who, who in Brazil contacted you to do that? Yeah. He, uh, his name is Francisco. Let me, I can't remember his last name. Um, and he's already started working on it. actually. So if you, if you actually log in to the Crave website right now on the big way course, the first, it's only hmm. one video right now. The welcome has English and Portuguese subtitles on it. Oh, wow. Um, okay. But he's already worked through most of that course. Um, and so we're going to be working. Well, there's a Francisco that skydives, uh, his last yes. name's I think Kaus, C-A-U-S. Um, um, and there's pro probably more than one in Brazil, but, uh, there's a very big dedicated, uh, contingent of flyers from Brazil that come to all the big way things. And, um, and, uh, yeah, just curious to see who his name is Francisco is. Fonseca. Yo, Fonseca. you gotta get that in French too. Yeah, no, yeah. we, we need yeah. that. Sure. I want, we want Spanish. French, Spanish, Chinese, Russian, mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. That hard Australian. That, we could put it in Australian. <laughs> yeah, those, I don't want to say the C word. Like for some reason, it still seems really dirty to me. It's a showstopper. Yeah, those, those C words. Like I love the Australians, dude. Hey, is there any, uh, anything else you guys want to know? 
I mean, it, our podcasts have been normally about an hour, and this one is uh, this one is what an hour and thirty five minutes. So I think we're doing okay on delivery to the customer. Um, yeah. So and we've we've covered a lot of ground. So is there anything else you want to add about I don't know rayisms or experiences in the industry or yeah, uh, you know, what's or crazy? How many stories? flip twists can you do in sequence before you hit the wall? I think uh, I saw seven once. Yeah, probably. But how long ago was that, Jay Russ? We've known each other a hot minute. I remember that was a long time ago. You were in Eloy wearing a shirt that said, ask me about coaching. And I said, hey, what about coaching? <laughs> and you looked at me and you were like, fuck off. But, but in a kind way. And I was like, I'm just, I'm just asking. You sure yeah, said ask, man. Yeah, like, the Colorado Tunnel, it was actually, it, it actually came from Scott of Chicago, if you can believe it, because when I first started coming to Summerfest, which was like the, the second year it happened, so more than 20 years now, um, they had shirts for the instructors that said, hey, if you have a question, ask me. And I thought, what a great idea, you know, like it it, it, it just opens the door for for questions if you have them and there, there, here's somebody that's ready to help if you need it and so i got the colorado tunnel to make shirts that said something similar but ray knew that that Bro, was you've always the, been, nah, dude, that nah. was the wrong way that, that information would have that, been flowing at that, that time was, or this time that was me being a hater bro to be completely yeah. honest with you the way you responded was a hundred percent i was just like who's this fucking guy do you know what i mean like i, yeah. I wasn't being nice i was being <laughs> snarky when i asked that question like I deserved it. Like, I'm glad that we've been able to get around and like and like get to know each other a little bit more because that shit is funny. Like, I, like man, it was like dog eat dog back then. Like, who's this dude? What do you mean coaching? Like, why would they ask you, Colorado boy? Like, but you showed up in a car that was wrapped in Colorado shit. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, mm -hmm. yeah. Like yeah. it was like damn. Damn, yeah, they're doing it. That was Us, the dude. the gauntlet, the throwdown of the gauntlet in like. 2008 maybe Who won that 2008 again? 2007 and you you were with were you and jason a team or you and jeffro and you were called decades spent oh yeah that's me and jason, jason. Oh, did we win that i think you did oh i think we did oh, Dad, he knows you won it he knows look at the scoreboard things in my life i won like three things in my life so don't take it from me He's all, but, who won that year? Was that us? Yeah, I don't yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, This is the yeah. first gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, I did that on purpose. Hey, man, I'm super excited about what you guys got going on. And if I can help in any way, please let me know. Hey, if man, thank you. Yeah. Same same for us. With Same thing for you guys. Whatever what, what you guys are doing, if there's doing, something we can these, do. These rants on, that I'm doing on, on Instagram or whatever, it's totally outside my comfort zone. Um, I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal and for, for it definitely not gospel, but, um, man, I think, that there, I think that there's some valuable shit in there that really helped me, uh, learn how to fly and really helped me learn how to coach like things that, and I got, I got a rant that I'm going to go off on, on the students about here next. And then after that, I'm going to go off on a little rant on the coaches. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, what yeah. is what is your gonna, oh is that it? Doctor dot Kulbiak. Doctor Kulbiak, yeah. I I made my Instagram because I didn't I didn't want to do Instagram Ray Kulbiak because I didn't really want people following me at the time. I just wanted 
something that wasn't Facebook because Facebook was like really family. Like Facebook's different, right? Like I, the stuff I put, when I post stuff on Facebook, I get bullshit from like people from high school and like everything. Like those are my, like that. it's a different, it's a different thing. I wanted to keep, I kind of, I don't know what I was doing with, with Instagram for the while. I didn't have a direction ever. I never had a direction with, with social media. I didn't really know how to do it because I didn't have my why. You know what I mean? I felt like I would have just been a bullshit bad coach because I didn't know why I was doing it. And after posting that last, that, that video that's kind of set this whole little series off, um, I really feel like I got a why. And I really think that people want to hear the shit. And as long as people want to hear the shit, I'll, I'll spit it. You know what I mean? Like, and as long as I got shit to spit, I'm not going to get to a point where when I run out of rants, yo, because I'm going to run out of rants. Um, I only got about one billion of them. Like when I run out of those, I'm done. Like I'm going to be done. And it's going to make people yeah. sad. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot in there that I think that you can share. Right. But I mean, I'm yeah. not going to go off on a rant about politics or, or about like, I don't know. What, what, what's that person cutting me off for? And it's like, I don't know. If I don't, I'm not going to go. All of the stuff that I'm ranting about, these rants aren't, this This isn't the first time I'm saying any of this shit. These are well-practiced rants. That's why they're coming. Man, he speaks well. It's like, dude, I've said this shit a billion times. Like, I want to share it with people. Like, you'll see in the comments, they're like, I remember during my coach course you said that. It's like, yep, because I say the same. I tell the same 20 stories every every week like and i see that they bring great value to people and i get to practice i still practice every day wording it different saying stuff like balance points like like i don't say hey that body position is shit i say hey man you've learned how to fly on that balance point and it may come it may come into play at some point but if you want that to turn into a dynamic movement we're going to have to adjust your balance point. You need to feel comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm getting a good result from it, you know? So, and I want to share that with coaches. I want to share that with people. And I'm not talking about, I'm a, I'm a zero to 60 coach, right? Which means I coach people from the beginning to, I'll teach you all the way through in-face and out-face carving type stuff. When you want to start doing dynamic flying, hopefully I've done enough. I've taught you how to pay attention to somebody outside of the, the glass, you know, but when you want to, when you want to zero in and go from 60 to 120, I'm not the coach for that. Right. And I'm not losing money by saying that, but I have coaches that will help you with that. I have coaches that specialize in that. They know the current rules. They know the current, they know the modern thing. And my job while I'm coaching you from zero to 60 is to not give you any training scars that are going to affect you when you want to go from 60 to 120, right? So, and I've gone to 120. I know how to fly at 120. Shit, I fly at 180. Tell me. Anyway, um, <laughs> that, I've, I've, I've talked to shit. Um, but I'm not. I'm not the coach that takes somebody and like and like makes them pretty or like makes them like. I don't want to say makes them pretty. Like like I can make somebody. I make somebody pretty. But <sighs> cuts that tenth of a second off, you know, of their time, so that they're they're in competition zone. Like I'm not that I'm not that guy. 
because I can't do it. Like, and I'm not going to do it. Like, I, I suck. Like, I don't suck at dynamic. I can fly. But, man, if you put me up against any team that's, like, super fast, like, man, I'm busting. I'm, I have busting, like, this and that. Like, that ain't, that ain't my job. My job ain't that. Like, that, that's a younger man's job and a younger man's pot of gold. Like, and I ain't trying to take your pot of gold, Leprechaun. Like, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to do my piece. And so that's what these rants are, you know, the fundamentals. These rants are for fundamentals. And hopefully coaches are listening and they're like, man, that helps. I can take that. I'm going to steal that. That's mm-hmm. dope. Hey, I never thought about it that way. Internal external pressure. I never thought about it. I never thought about firm and loose and rigid. Like, I never thought about it like that. Like, it's like, cool. If I can help in that way, then that's my why. And if it's saving people time, learning because what when people quit, I know we're running late, but when people quit, it's like they've gotten to a spot where they've spent they've spent a significant amount of money and a significant amount of time, and they're not getting the result. And um, man, I, they 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 do a session with me, and I'm like, yo, why does your face look like that? Tomorrow I'm going to post one talking about screensaver mode. I'm like, you can't even control the facial expression you have. Like, what's going on? Like, like where's the bandwidth? Do you got enough bandwidth to think about that? Like, look cool, motherfucker. But I'll say that for tomorrow. You guys, thank you for your time. Hey, where, where are, you, are you working in a tunnel right now? Yeah, I'm at I Fly Virginia Beach. You're at Virginia Beach, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. And do you ever make your way over to Texas? Um, no, but if I ever do, well, if you can, if you can come over to Texas, like around November 17th, 18th, 19th, we could all jump together. Oh shit, dude. I ain't jumped in a hot minute. So yeah, trust my kids are, my kids are at an age now where thinking about, I'm thinking about it on a daily. So I'm like, (laughs) Hey man, they're. My daughters are about to be 13. I'm like, yeah, you're good. Like, if I, so if I, if I can forget now. Then... Your boy Rula put in the chat, how do you balance dynamic and static flying, both being their own discipline? Maybe we can maybe we can answer that one and we'll tie it up. Man, I don't want to ruffle any feathers with this one. But I feel like, I feel like the beginning, when you have somebody who's stuck on, who, 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 who hasn't yet learned, um, the difference between like, am I, am I just really rigid and not controlling my body? Um, they haven't learned the difference between the internal and the external pressure systems. They haven't really learned how to, um, all of those rants that I've been going off off on Instagram, if they're, if they're on this side of those rants, then it doesn't matter what progression path that you're on, right? Like, because the fundamentals are the same. Like, you should be able to fly in whatever body position you end up in, right? Teaching somebody movement before they've turned that on is like teaching somebody how to drive drunk. It doesn't make sense. And if static, if flying in a static position wakes that up, then immediately start having them move and let, and they need to know why and how they're doing it. 
And if they don't know that yet, then it's not time to progress, you know? And static or progress or, or dynamic, um, as far as that argument goes, like, I don't really partake in that argument. Like, I'm zero to 60, and zero to 60 is all of the above. I want to teach you dynamic and static at the same time. Like, I want to teach you both. I don't want to spend, I don't want to spend 15 minutes of a 15 minute session with you trying to get you to, 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 to fly on your head if your arms are stupid rigid and your legs are dumb asleep, right? I will spend one minute doing that with you. And then I'm going to spend the rest of the time working on maybe a back to sit transition and having you control your legs and not let your legs just blow out and delam from the wind. I got to teach you that part. I want you to be able to go from your, you know, and hold that position. If you haven't learned that yet, then I'm going to teach you belly to back. And I want you to control that part of your, of your legs. And when you start waking that up, I'm teaching you dynamic and um, static at the same time. You know, um, but teaching somebody, teaching somebody how to fly static at a, at, at a high level in, in for VFS, that's not my job, J. Russ, that's your job. And teaching people how to fly dynamic isn't my job. That's Mike at, at our tunnel. That's Mike Sacco's job. That's Cameron's job, right? I will teach you, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, if somebody bought 10 hours with me. I'm going to teach you um, as much as I can about the fundamentals while teaching you how to fly static head down so that you have a bearing, but I don't want you to stay stuck there. So I'm also teaching you movement at the same time, Mm. right? And not blowing out, not going from this position to that position, but like really learning, like, how do you fly all these different steps here, right? Until, you know, how do you change that angle? How do you change that angle? But you need to you need to use the entire body to do that. You need to feel the wind on the entire body. If your upper body is smoking red hot and doing all the work, then your legs are asleep and dead and cold. Then we can't progress on from there. It's impossible. It's going to be impossible for you to sit fly without smoking your shoulders and being that dude that I was talking about in the first rant. It's impossible. You're going to be the guy that's got all of his weight on his shoulders while he smokes them and his legs are just dead and cold and, and along for the ride. Well, we need those. We need those for everything. And it doesn't matter what discipline you do, whether it's static or whether it's dynamic, you need to understand how the shit works and, and what's the difference between the internal pressure of muscle contraction and what the wind pressure is on your body. And if you know that, then there's no reason not to progress at a rapid rate. And that's what I got to say about that. I hope I answer Rula's question. That's awesome, man. Awesome. Ray, we may need to have a time, have you come back again sometime because a lot of this, this kind of like practical coaching, practical instructing, teaching, this is so interesting for me. And I think, I think for a lot of people, it's really, I mean, everything we talked about tonight was awesome. I, I love what we did tonight, but that, that stuff's really, really interesting. Um, I think to a lot of people, um, and uh, so we may we may need to find another time to, to chat some more if you're right. open for it. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Or I, I've wasted my entire life. <laughs> so you know what I mean. Like uh, I've spent I've spent so much time in this trade space 
and in this in, in that environment of talking to brand new people and no, step one first time flyers how to negotiate fear you know like that would be like how to negotiate <laughs> fear you know and then <laughs> and then like how to apply like how do how do how do you apply how do you apply pressure to the wind you know and how do you how, how do you turn and apply pressure to wind and like control it like oh, are you are you awake like if you're not awake it doesn't make sense so so it might be interesting in the future if if we have Ray back just because cam's been here the whole time and uh cam's also an instructor uh, for a long time i think and um and his i think his dad was also an instructor is that right yeah yep um yeah yeah so he's a second man. generation tunnel instructor uh yeah 11 years as instructor second generation and also has a lot to say and uh, uh, and, i mean nobody's got ray's style except ray but cam's got a little different style um so (laughs) maybe you know maybe a a little collaboration on the next one and also it would be great to um have have them back potentially and and i don't know after breaking ground or some you know get an update on the project and and how that's all going because i know there's anytime you guys want to chat man i'm 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 game for it I'm game for it. Where, like, if it's if if it can bring a value and a benefit to somebody else, man, and yeah. all providing a value cool. for us. Yeah. yeah so was, there is a question. Yeah. yeah, there's a question <laughs> in the chat that says, "I want to hear Ray try to sell head up video for VFS to J Russ." We actually don't have to do that. What's, uh, what's head up? Video? Wait, wait, wait. What are they saying? Head yeah, up. I don't understand. What what is he saying? They're saying that they think the video should should be in a head up orientation instead of head down. And so there have been a couple of people who, who have tried to Bro, do this. All right. Hey, hold on oh, a minute. Hold oh, on oh, a minute. The video flyer right, should so be head up. Yeah. Listen, oh, listen, I see what listen, you're listen, listen. I always wonder why the fuck we do it that way too. Hey, I almost side with that dude. Like what? Like, can't you just sit? Listen, can't you just, I, 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 I think I know the reason. I think I know why. Cause I remember when it, I remember when everybody started doing it and it was like, they're flying head down in like the cork out position, filming for people flying, you know what I mean? And it just didn't yep. make, it didn't make sense to me that that was like the orientation that people were flying in to do it. So I kind of get what he's saying, but I think the short answer is at the time that VFS was invented, Upright skills weren't as strong as they are now. I yeah, they're that would be my first. They're way, uh, they're way stronger now. Like yeah. you were, people were less likely to actually cork out. They could actually film it this way, like easier than it was to sit fly underneath. And it seems it seems ridiculous now because the upright skill set has gotten so much greater advanced. since the yeah. was invented right that yeah. like but would you be able to tell the difference if somebody was sit flying underneath you and looking up at you like this would you be able to tell if it was that way or the head down well for sure i would because i've looked at it so much from the head right. down perspective that like if somebody doesn't have their horizon lock on and it flips uh it it like or or for instance say you know jason peters or whoever is filming the head down record their initial presentation to the wind is is head down and they get into the position that they want and they flip to head up and and as like a video debrief thing 
it always like I need to stop the video right there and then reorient myself to where people are in the video. And it, it sounds silly, but like that that flip um, kind of messes with your with your brain. So I as I don't know if Josh had a, a real serious question about me wanting to agree that head up flying. The, the, the reason that I would say it probably doesn't work is that it it's so much more difficult to move with speed and accuracy when you're head up than it is head down. Um, and, and it, even for really good, even for really good head up flyers and the specificity that you need as far as where you're going to shoot from with VFS. And it's not just sitting in one spot, like you're moving all the time. There's very few skydives you can sit still, um, to think about getting someone to the point where, and I, I mean, I think that you guys would probably agree that even though the wind speed progression puts head down at the end, um, that head up flying is actually quite a bit more challenging than head down. I mean, once you kind of cross the barrier of, of learning the basic body position that head, head up flying is a challenge. Um, and, uh, sorry, it would change the burble. It would make the burble bigger in my opinion, uh, cause there was a question that came through, but I, I think if you're thinking about moving with speed around a team and your radius is bigger than the size of the team, that it's, it's still going to be, um, easier to accomplish that from head down. But I, Ray, yeah. you can think about that before next time and you can talk me into it. No, I don't need, I, 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 I was actually coming more from a, a spot of curiosity than mm. authority. Cause I don't, I don't, I, that's not my wheelhouse, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like I said, at the beginning of this podcast, if I'm not talking wind tunnel, I'm talking out my ass. Like, so like, I don't know if I said that or if we did that privately, but no. um, uh, yeah, yeah I think we said that before. Like anyway, the, um, right. yeah, that's interesting. Well, that was a good. Who asked that question? Ace Joshua. and Josh. Josh what? It, this it just says say. Joshua. Josh. We, we don't have last names. Yeah, we don't have last names. Josh, All right. Butler, is that you? If it's mm. him, if it's him, it's, 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 I was talking shit playing Todd one night, and I was like, I mean, this is some... Look, he tried selling me on this year. Sounds like it might be Josh Sattler. <laughs> 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 Josh Sattler. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that was me talking Josh. shit, being like, I don't, I don't know why they don't do it upright, but that was that. That's not. Sometimes Josh grab. doesn't even care about All that right, anymore. He's on coaches. the inside. Yeah, th this is one for coaches. Be prepared for your words to carry a lot of gravity, right? Maybe too much sometimes. Yeah, like, too important. I don't want my. All right, well, gravity. Well, uh, <laughs> you've you've done it again. You wasted another. Perfectly good hour. Two hours. Two hours. Listening to the Crave Show with Fikes, J. Russ, and Mr. Ray Kubiak. Cool. Thanks so much for being here, man. That, that was really fun. I, I hope you guys in the audience got as much out of this as we did. Uh, well, that was a lot of fun, man. Thanks, Ray. Yeah. yeah. That was a ton of fun. Thank you, and I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Thanks for coming for on, Ray. Really appreciate it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Cool. Um, you guys Thanks, get out Cameron. there, get in the sky, get in the tunnel, have some fun. Blue skies and uh, Crave. Do more. Be better. Thanks, guys. Yep.